Welcome to another episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ruthie, and today's episode is actually another special episode in our Entrepreneur Magazine Rejected This series. In today's episode, I talk with Johnny Warstrom, the CEO over at Mentimeter, about interactive presentations for your workshops. Business presentations have been given in a particular way for a very long time. But what if you could have interactivity built into your presentation? What if that interactivity respected both the extroverts and introverts attending your event, webinar, or workshop? That's exactly what a tool like Mentimeter does. Mentimeter is an interactive presentation builder that allows your audience to take part, whether they're in the room with you or across the world. Stay tuned for Johnny's insights into what is sure to be a workshop sore spot, i.e. the interactivity, for the foreseeable future as we continue to navigate this COVID-slash-post-COVID world. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Defiant Business Podcast, and I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, founder of Defy the Status Quo, a branding and marketing consultancy. This podcast is for the business owners and professionals who have seen the status quo in their industry and are ready to do things differently. We're here for the contrarians, mavericks, and rebels. On the Defiant Business Podcast, we'll talk about marketing, sales, client and customer experiences, finances, and amazing entrepreneur journeys that show that none of us are alone. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for taking the time. I actually have used your platform before and I super love it. So oh, I'm really oh, glad awesome. to I'm really <laughs> glad to include you in this piece. That's um, awesome. No, no, normally, I, the first thing I do is demo the product, but <laughs> then I don't have to. No, you sure don't. I, I know. I know how to. I, I had an opportunity to use it for a 90 minute workshop that I gave. For okay. a woman's entrepreneur group, and it was really, really well received. For at least from my perspective, it did something that one of my other consulting friends she talks about it. She says giving a voice to other people in the Zoom room. Mm, I and love that. that is, <laughs> it's it's yeah. almost as as we would have said it, but uh, right. I, I I love the phrasing. Yeah, and that's exactly what it did, and it just you know it kept up you know exactly what I was mm. looking for for this for this article. So I was really glad when he responded. So the goal of the piece is to present tools for coaches and consultants to increase engagement in their virtual presentations and workshops. So sometimes, right, sometimes the workshops are kind of webinar style and they're meant to generate leads, but sometimes, you know, they might actually be for clients and, you know, for the consultants who go and, and give workshops for clients, employees and things like that. So this isn't going to be like a super long article where the tools get lost, you know, because there's so many options at the moment, you mm-hmm. Mentimeter would be one of four. So very nice, you know, feature spot. Cause I wanted to do what I consider the best of the best in terms of categories. So, you know, it's not, there's not another, you know, uh, presentation software the way that that Mentimeter works. The mm-hmm. other advantage right. I think you guys have is your pre-COVID. Yeah. <laughs> right? So you've got uh, it, a pre-COVID it, 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 stability. <laughs> It even existed back then. Like also what I say, like when people like, how will you work like after we go back to normal again? And I'm like, but you know, we grew our product with 
100% year over year before this happened. So it's like, <laughs> if we go back just to that, I'm, I'm pretty fine <laughs> and have a normal life. That, that I would rather have that. <laughs> well, I mean, I have to be honest, the idea of using something like Mentimeter in an in-person setting is very exciting to me because like, so when you do it in person, right, you ask questions and you have people give your responses and stuff. But I think you could include with your Mentimeter presentation, you can include even more questions that have a shorter response time because everybody's able to contribute or vote or whatever it is all at the same time. So in person, I think it's just an even better tool to use because you can, you know, do your, your actual questions and get actual responses. But if you want to use like the shoot, I can't can't remember what it's officially called, but it's the slide where the chat bubbles appear as everybody sends the open, I think it's open-ended. Oh, 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 open-ended, yeah. Open-ended. Yeah, the open-ended yeah. one. So you can yeah. do one of those and then you mm-hmm. can you know, even ask additional questions based on that feedback. So it's still an awesome way to kind of incorporate that anonymous type of, of feedback, even for people who don't want to like yeah. raise their hand. So you're respecting your extroverts and your introverts, yeah. you know, within your, your in-person space. I love it. <laughs> it. It really shows that you 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 enjoy the product. I love that. I, and I've also uh-huh. since COVID started, and that's the inspiration behind this article. I've sat through so many, actually not that many. I have a really low tolerance for being bored, so I sat through <laughs> enough and heard about enough presentations that were just you know boring. The uh-huh. interactivity, like people are dead from Zoom, and and there's just there. I think is so much more that those of us who are in the position to speak to people in that way from that like leadership position, whether it's an internal workshop, external uh, leadership Mm. updates, all that stuff. If you're in a position to give that type of presentation, then I feel like the onus is on us as the presenters to do Mm. what we can to effectively deliver the information that our audience needs. And so understanding tools like Mentimeter which first of all, you guys have great, you know, this is how to, and and like, so you guys have a great, you know, help resource and support resource. Understanding tools like Mentimeter, it's not hard. And it should, at this point, I feel like it should be a given. Like we're months and months into this. It should be a given. Yeah. But, but it's like a feel also like give people, because the people are so novice, like, but they're so unused to, to uh, like doing meetings and presentation this way. And in a way, yeah, it's been nine months, but in a way, it's only been nine months. I think, like, how, how long have you done presentation? It's like 40, 50 years. It's like, true. The, the, the business presentation has been a thing. And now we, because that, that, like, pre COVID, this was one of our main challenges, like, because we're changing the behavior of people a bit, mm-hmm. like, from, from talking to listening, exactly what you said. Uh, and and it, it, we've grown very fast. So there is this kind of built up need for it, but it's still, it's a, fast slow growth because it, it needs to even the the laggards in the market need to also change a bit uh, which from like 40 years of doing the same way it is hard it, it will take time but and now like you know nine months in a lot have happened but may, may, maybe less than over over 30 40 years that's true that's mm. true covid's definitely been the instigator for a lot of change so hopefully including Mentimeter on this list will help a few more people, you know, kind of get curious. I keep bringing it up to people I talk to. So I know I've at least in the last two weeks, I've had five people be like Mentimeter. Oh, and they like, write it down. So, <laughs> good. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the viral loop starts happening. Yes. And that's, that's mm. exactly the goal. 
So since you guys were, you know, established pre-COVID and you kind of touched on it a bit already in terms of, you know, how we've always given presentations the same way, you know, for a really long time, what, what did you see was lacking, right? In that kind of presentation process that inspired you to create Mentimeter? Well, it was me, like me and my co-founder, we well, we were quite junior, like yeah, three, four years into our careers for, for after uni. So we we obviously sat through a lot of bad meetings, but we were also starting to lead them. <laughs> so to be really, really honest, we were, you know, we were kind of just taking over the baton of, of, of leading bad one-sided meetings. So I think that we just, you know, came up with the idea of like what everyone goes goes around we, we saw the big events like we saw the south by southwest the mobile world congress where they you know they they, they put uh, physical clickers in the hand of people and they create amazing experiences but they're super expensive both in in terms of time and and material and and money so we wanted to make this kind of like super simple one minute to create and just a couple of seconds to let people engage and mostly free service so so you 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 reach you reach us like we we sat there like three four years into our career and we just wanted something that we could create so we we kind of saw we saw the need and we saw that you could solve that with a lot of money or a lot of time and we wanted to kind of create the, the product that helped you know the the hundreds of millions of people who didn't have that time or money so regular business meetings. So, so the, the, that's what we saw, and and you know the technology was right as well. This was 2012, 13. Uh, 12, 13. So we just had like good enough uh, internet connection, good enough phones to surf on. All of that was happening, so the, the infrastructure was there for everyone to sit with a clicker in their their pockets, so to say. Uh, so that, that's where the, the idea sprung from. I like that putting the clicker. In the audience's hands, that's good. Yeah, yeah, and I know it's really popular. And maybe actually, we had it a few at my university where I studied. But I know it's super popular in the U.S. with with clickers in, in university. Yeah. yeah. So I was in the army, so I sat through a lot of bad presentations myself. Yeah, particularly because the bad, bad ones were pretty much the standard. So. Um, yeah, I think it also comes with nowadays. We you see the modern type of leadership is a, a listening type of leadership where it's not like uh, presentation meetings is one context but but everything from how you engage you know how you recruit people how you onboard people how you make them heard how you create their career within the organization it's much more about listening and a very iterative process more than than before and i think that's also part of the kind of wave the, the more modern and listening type of leadership I would say. And then we fit into one part of that, which is meeting our presentations. Okay. So, I mean, I did, I mentioned, okay, so target for this particular article is the coaches and consultants group, like the service people. And especially looking at it from a virtual perspective, at least right now, how do you have any like strategies, I guess, that you've kind of seen play out in terms of the people who use Mentimeter how they've been able to use it in terms of getting like that higher engagement that we're all after, you know, during our presentations. So we don't feel like we're, you know, shouting into a big echo chamber. For facilitators or consultants, it depends on, obviously it depends on like, if it's a large group, a small group, if it's a brainstorming, it's a, if it's a prioritization, if it's just to, you know, inject energy, if it's a learning situation, there are different ways of like, 
understanding what's what, what's the best. It, sometimes it's the best question type for the situation, but sometimes it's also the way that you you know handle that question type. Like, do you, do you show the result before everyone is voted? Don't you do that? Like, there's all this kind of small. Uh, it looks like very small technical things, but it actually gives a lot of the the value of the platform when you kind of understand this like small tweaks of it. So one of the other attractions I think for the platform is that there's a lot of data that's gathered with Mentimeter. And so just kind of, you know, for the audience who maybe isn't familiar with Mentimeter as a tool, how do people typically, how are people able to use that data that Mentimeter has gathered once their their workshop or presentation is over? What sort of use cases are there for the data post workshop or presentation well a lot of the times i actually use the 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 way i would say cut or, or segment the data actually in the room because we, we have functionality where it's anonymous for the audience but if if you if the first question is uh, what department do you work in and you have three alternatives you can segment all the other answers in in the interactive presentation based on that first response so, so yeah, that 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 is that <laughs> that is high level because then you can also say like, okay, do people like this decision or not? How would you the level of uh, transparency in the the company in general? And then you can in the meeting kind of segment and have a, a real deep discussion about like why is it the difference between the two departments, etc. And then obviously afterwards you can get all of this in, in an Excel sheet and then you can do all the kind of the more more advanced uh, filtering. Wow, uh, that is yeah. amazing. I was yeah. not and, and, and if you don't know the audience, the, the, the last question, like if you're in the sales, if you're an external sales uh, presentation, the last question could be, if you uh, add your email here, I will reach out to you. So all of a sudden, you if it's a webinar where you don't have the registered data, if you're a guest speaker somewhere, uh, in the flow of your presentation, the last question can be like an open-ended, like uh, put in your email here and I will reach out with my presentation uh, and follow up if you have any more questions. So it can also be kind of a sales uh, tool where you afterwards can use that data. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic, especially I think um, for a lot of people who do the guest speaking presentations, it's really helpful because they may have like, oh, if you want my ebook on this topic or my video training Mm. series, instead of having them reach out to you or something, you can do it right there during the presentation. They can enter in their information and you have that as like a lead generation kind of helps you capture it in the moment. That's also like that's actually when when I do speak, I don't do it so, so often, but when I do, my last question is always a reflection feedback to myself. So like if I want to contact with people, that's my next last question. But I also were like, okay, did you find this uh, talk informative? Did I reach my goal with it? And then, as you say, right in the moment, they they evaluate you. I obviously hide the result because it's not interesting to them. It's not only interesting to me. But I get 100% response instead of the the event organizer sending some survey out. No one will respond to it. And I have no idea how to improve. So that's also like... It's the in moment where everyone has the intention to your your talk or presentation or workshop. That's when you want to capture that. So that's also like one of the tricks that I often use. Yeah. And that I think is really valuable for those, you know, for any coach or consultant who's going in and talking to, you know, internal employees, like they're talking to groups. 
to be able to capture that feedback because that's something that they're going to be able to use in terms of, you know, talking to, you know, the stakeholders about the return on investment for whatever training or evaluation, whatever mm-hmm. it is that they did for the company. So that's a really valuable yeah. use case. I think in person, the idea was, and we did this in the army all the time, the idea was, okay, you're going to give us feedback for the training. Don't go anywhere because they knew as soon as you left getting feedback Mm -hmm. after the fact, trying to catch you via email or whatever, was just going to be so much more difficult. Whereas if they did it right now, not only would your impressions be fresh, it was just uh, so much easier to get Mm -hmm. it done right then. And then they, you know, would let us all go. So yeah, Yeah, and you you as a facilitator or or kind of workshop holder, you will, you also have a clear, like if you have a, if you come in externally, you, you have a, you have a mission. Like you're there, they pay you money to to accomplish something. And then the evaluation question should obviously be segments of that. Like, did I reach my goal? Did I whatever my goal is? Uh, are you more informed about whatever the area that I'm informing you? And then you can have it as a like I reached my goal, and potentially then also have it as a follow up, like to to others, like as a sales pitch, like okay, I, I've done this a couple of times now. Uh, my audiences really think that I, I reached my goal. So if you want me to come in, uh, this is the data or the the nice screenshot to show that that I can deliver. Yeah, for sure. Lots of ways to use that data. I love it, and some ones I definitely didn't think of. So fantastic. I, the, the, there's a lot on the surface that kind of where you just start scraping and then it, it's it's part of the charm with it. It looks very simple, but but because we also come from my my co-founder was a management consultant. I work at, at B Corp. So both of us had a lot of meetings in our environments, but also we had two different perspectives. I was more the talking to uh, the customers of ours, doing a lot of internal presentation. He was more the workshop facilitator per, per persona. So we come from a different perspective and kind of build the product from it. That's awesome. Okay, so we did talk briefly about the different things that have been popping up lately. Because of COVID, we've got, you know, uh, a lot of tools that have come up, right? And, you know, I got a lot of responses here, but I certainly think you guys were the best for this category. But my, what I'm interested in is knowing from your perspective, what makes Mentimeter, you know, the top software in this category in terms of, you know, the types of presentations and things that we're talking about, right? Like we've talked about the different data, some of the use cases, but what, what do you think, you know, as the CEO, what do you think makes you guys stand out so much? <laughs> but I think that's why why we've gotten the traction that we have and and, and the the usability that we have even even pre COVID, but also even more now post COVID, is that it's so simple. Like it, it's and that's really what we try to accomplish. It, it's quite hard for for a product that is that is high stability quite complex when you when you scrape the surface of what you can do with it. There's everything from teachers to management consultants to CEOs that, that need to be able to use it. But as a leader, as you say, you can just click in. If you're not even, you're tech savvy, but if you're, you don't even have to be tech savvy, in five minutes, you will have your, your first question up there and understand how you present to someone. And the best thing is when you show it to an audience, they get it directly. So you don't have to look foolish in, uh, or, or the, the technology always works when you stand in front of those people in this super sensitive situation that is a presentation or a meeting. It, it needs to work every time. And, and I think that the simplicity and it always works, that is something that people are not that used to. So that's also the experience that they have, like, oh my God, it, it worked brilliantly. And that it happens every, every time. 
So I think that that's that's different also from maybe other competitors or even like uh, services that was around 20 years ago where technology was was lagging there was uh, there was the platform dependent like you, you needed to download an application it took some time you didn't you know as a, as a lead you didn't have the flow in the presentation as you usually have and that's what we removed that, that friction Oh, yes, that's huge, right? Because you don't have to download anything. You can just go and, and you know, use the code mm. and log in and there you are. Um, but it, it's the little things like that. That's why I love using Zoom as well. It's the little thing. Well, what what does differ that from Google Meet? It, it, both are video services, but it's like there's something with the smoothness and the, the, the quality of the image that I can't really put my, my thumb on, but it's there. And and then I always go for Zoom. So it's like, and and obviously they they kind of won this race this time at least. Maybe they will catch up next time. But like, it's the little things. And I think that that's something there that that's actually my my co-founder Niklas, the part. He's the CPO. I do more the marketing and sales, but he's the one with the. I sometimes call it the the product fingers. Okay. Well, yeah. well, I think Google largely won in terms of education. Right. Both uh, of my kids are on Google Classroom and all of their meetings are in Google Meet. Well, I have four kids, but two of them are in virtual school. And yeah, and they use Google Classroom and Google Meets for, for everything. Mm. Uh, but, but I also heard that but there's a lot of uh, education sector or like uh, institution in the U.S. who's connected to Google Education Cloud or something. So they have everything yeah. under the, the umbrella of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I read about that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that Zoom definitely won in terms of like business folks. But yeah, I think Google probably won in the education sector, at mm, least for the United States. Mm. But definitely compelling. There's a quiz, which is almost like its whole own platform in itself, where people compete uh, versus each other. And there's a Q&A functionality, which is like, that's also like a, a whole platform in itself with just that functionality. So where when kind of like scraping the surface and the Q and A is like also the audience votes which question they want to be top ranked. So yeah. you as a leader also can be you know uh, just ask you questions and please upvote the ones that you like and then you just pick the top five for example. That's also right. normally what I do when I do like internal Q and A's at Menti. Well, and to uh, that so, to that point about the Q and A, uh, for those really active or very large Zoom calls, the thing that happens all the time is they'll say, "Oh, put Q," and then you know, put whatever mm-hmm. you know, and then answer ask your question. Unless you have like Zoom webinar, or you're, I think if you're paying for the higher levels of Zoom, you otherwise people just put it in the chat. I think Zoom has a Q and A feature, but it's not for the people who aren't paying for the higher tiers. So if I'm paying for the lower tier of Zoom and I'm already using all of the other functionality in Mentimeter, then the Q&A function becomes even more valuable because I don't have to pay Zoom more. And I'm already, you know, I've already subscribed to Mentimeter, but that would help keep me Mm. from losing my questions in the chat, you know, because it just scrolls away and everybody's like filling it up and not everybody's asking a question. Yeah. And you have all the flow in the same platform because, for example, if you want to end your presentation with gathering emails, for example, you, 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 you want maybe to have the full workshop in Menti with the Q, Q&A as well, either as one question type or, or like a constant Q&A over your presentation and then end up with kind of closing the loop and, and getting those contacts. So it's also a nice, nice uh, way to kind of put everything in, in, in one platform, especially if you're a speaker, you, then you don't own the, the Zoom webinar either. 
Yes, that's yeah. so true. Yeah. yeah, and trying to get the the information and the the data and everything. Yeah, exactly. I'm a thanks. Very really good, really nice uh, conversation. Thank you. Yeah, I very much enjoyed it. I'm very excited about, you know, going back in there, like I said, and, and taking a look at it now that I've kind of got your your insights there, looking at it through a different pair of glasses. So thank you so much for taking the time. Of course. Have a All great right. day. You too. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at DefyTheStatusQuoBiz, and the link is in this episode's description. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.